Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. You guys are the best. 7 to 10 a.m. You dangerous. Hot Radio Maine. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Love you too. <laughs> Maine's hit music show. I have a query, a question. Okay. Have shortages from the pandemic affected you? Is there anything that you've noticed in your daily life where you're like, oh. It's very, very minor to probably what other people have experienced. Yeah, but something that normally you take for granted and then right. now you're like, oh my God, I can't get a hold of this or I can't do that. So, so obviously anytime I needed coffee, I would go to Starbucks and I drove through like 13 states and every single Starbucks that I went to was out of toffee nut syrup. Oh my God. Across the Tough country. <laughs> across, and I was like, at the first one, I was like, okay, that's weird. Maine doesn't have it. Next, New Hampshire doesn't have it. Massachusetts doesn't have it. And then we get all the way down to Virginia and then we're in South Carolina. And I'm like, this has got to be like a shortage. Nationwide shortage. Yeah. And then of course, every time I go on the app, it's like, oh, please have patience with us. Like we're, we can't get ingredients at this time. And I'm right. like, how random that toffee nut is one of those ingredients. That is super random, but it's going to make you feel good that when you were traveling you're like okay sometimes you, it's not just new england it's not just maine you know what i mean like yeah. oh i can't get the toffee nut in maine i bet yeah. you the rest of the country is just swimming in toffee nuts and the crazy thing is is that i haven't had toffee nuts since like 2018 but i had a craving for it and it's like of course i would be like salivating for toffee nut when it's literally not available to the u.s so for me <laughs> for me a lot of restaurants have been like cutting their hours and, and like uh, you know just because of the the labor shortage right mm-hmm. my time that i go go to eat apparently is not the time that most people go to eat so they don't uh, have oh, a no. lot of restaurants. You, you gotta eat at exactly 4 35 o'clock around these parts. Yeah you gotta be like an old person <laughs> and go to Cracker Barrel at 6. Yeah I'd say 6 <laughs> that, is that's even a late. Little, that's a little late Yeah, but Sunday is like the worst. Sunday is like my one day off of the week I don't really have gigs or anything on Sunday once in a while maybe uh, but Sunday it's like I go out I do stuff and I like to go grab dinner and then wind down but dinner needs to happen at like 7 o'clock the latest now. Uh, the other day I got home and I was looking at restaurants. I went through like 10 or 15 restaurants, Tara, that were closed. Well, everything here uh, closes at like six on Sunday too, I feel. It's yeah. either they close at six or they had to close because they didn't have enough employees. Right. The majority of the restaurants I was looking at closed at eight and it was like 7.15 when I was trying to figure out where to go to eat. I'm like, well, I'm not going to be that mm-hmm. guy that's going to show up right there before eight. Luckily I found a place, but it was like my 15th choice. Aww. It was still good, but still Still. But yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. It's like, okay, you're settling at this point. And then I got I got one more for you. Yesterday, we had a computer go down at the station. Oh my God. And I had to get a replacement for it. And we wanted to get it quick instead of ordering it. Mm-hmm. And I went to Best Buy. I went to Staples. I went to Walmart. And we tried to get in contact with WB Mason. So I went 0 for 4 on getting a desktop computer. Like, Where are all these computers? Just can't get them. I went to Staples twice because I left Staples. I was trying to A-B prices. And I, I went back to Staples. And... And uh, they were like, oh, yeah, we lied. That's just a display model. We actually don't have any desktops in stock. We what? can't sell them to you. None. I was like, come on. <laughs> but it's because of the chip or something, Yeah, the guy right? the guy at Staples was like, it's a microchip shortage at this point. So we just don't have uh, the stock. They're just not coming in. Jeez, Lou, I thought maybe a elementary school bought them all up. <laughs> no, but it's got to be a bad time for it because you got a lot of kids that are going back to school. I wonder if they have laptops. I was specifically looking for a desktop.
desktop. But yeah. uh, there's going to be a lot of kids looking for back to school computers. So not like the most ideal time to definitely not have this like chip shortage. I want to know 207-807-1104. Has there been a shortage during the pandemic that's affected you? It all started with toilet paper for everybody. Remember that? And hand sanitizer. It all started with the toilet paper and the hand sanitizer. Now I feel like it's just spread to everything. Rachel from Kenny Bunk, how has the shortages during the pandemic affected you? Last night I tried to get dinner out, takeout, and every single restaurant in Kenny Bunk and Kenny Bunk Fort was closed for takeout because of labor shortage. Yeah. Yeah, I called uh, a Mexican restaurant the other day to try to get takeout and they're like, we got one cook. We're not doing takeout. If you want food, you got to come here and eat it. I called at least five restaurants last night that said the same thing. Remember the time when they were only doing takeout? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. I almost almost prefer that as of Monday night anyway, but uh, maybe I'll take your mind for Friday. What did you What did you do for dinner? How did you How did you get through? I ended up having breakfast. Like I made myself eggs and toast. There you go. There's nothing wrong with breakfast for I dinner. I guess I'll make it myself. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, I was begrudgingly. You know. I do feel for everybody in the service industry, though, because oh, yeah. they're short staff and the ones that are working are like working, working. Like I've walked into restaurants and they're sweating. They're putting in the hours. No. So salute to them. Amanda from Portland, how has the shortages during the pandemic affected you? Well, the beginning it was Lysol, mm-hmm. but that seems to be more available now. But it's the big jugs of Poland spring water. I can't can't find them every oh. time I go in the grocery store. And you got to have the big jugs of Poland Spring water. Yeah, yeah. I need a liter and a half at a time. See, <laughs> that's how like privileged we are. We get used to like the exact brand and the exact size of something. Like, yeah. For me, it's been uh, there's paper towels or there's toilet paper, but it's not my typical brand. So I've, oh had, my God. I've had to go off brand from what I'm used to. And it's tough. All right. It is. It's. Very challenging. I I feel your pain. Like, you don't want Aquafina water. You want the Poland Spring. No, I had to settle for Fiji. Yeah. Oh, get the main made stuff. Some might say that Fiji is high class. It is. I used to drink Fiji, but then I saw reports that it's it's not as high class as you would think. No, it's literally not. The bottle makes it look like it's from a beautiful waterfall. It's not. They're tricking you. See? Yeah. Pay more for less. Yeah, I, I, I did my consumer reports on water. That's how big of a nerd I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, hey, I love my water. I'm yeah. very, you know. You got to stay hydrated. Exactly. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Wake up. We got Jizza, Raekwon, and Ghostface tickets. They're going to be at Wally's on Hampton Beach, and that's happening November 27th, November 28th. They're making the trip up to Maine. They're going to be at Aura in Portland. When you win tickets, you can choose your venue. 207-807-1104. I mentioned a little bit about kids uh, going back to school uh, towards the end of this month, and I want to know, what is your cue that summer is over? For most, it's when when you're a kid, it's like going back to school. Summer is a wrap, but uh, as an adult, what is your cue? that summer is over oh mine's kind of cringy oh i'm here for the cringe (laughs) i usually feel like summer is officially over uh after tucker and i celebrate our anniversary oh cringy (laughs) because our anniversary is september 25th and right after it's like the I think it's the second or it is the last weekend of September. And after that, uh, obviously everything gets cold and it really, there's no more summer vibes. Like we shift 
right into fall, right after our anniversary. So we always use our anniversary as like the last hurrah of summer, like the last trip, the last bikini, like every everything that has to do with summer, we cram it into that weekend. You're wearing the bikini. Yeah. Okay. Well, he might want to wear one. You never know. No judgment. You could spruce it up, but like we'll usually try to take like like last uh, last year we did a little staycation in a gunkwit. And oh yeah, I remember the, that. That was the last hurrah, and then we were wearing sweaters the next day. What is your uh, what's your mom's cue that summer is over? My mother says that this is probably like terrible, but my mom says that I have like um ang- I don't know what it's called, like internal anxiety or something, because I don't realize I'm doing it. But it's like almost like a PTSD that summer is over. And she says that at the end of every August, I turn into a raging biatch. And now that I'm out of school, I'll be like, oh, my God, like, I don't know what my problem is. I'm just like angry all the time. She's like, well, it's it's the end of August. Your body thinks it's time to go back to school. Your body is shutting down. Your body (laughs) is stressed. Your mind, you need to relax your mind. Your body is tensing up and having PTSD. You think it's time to go back to school and I'm like I have not been in school for like five years what are you talking about but apparently it's your body knows my body knows what is your cue (laughs) that summer is over we're not saying it's over now we're just asking you what your cue is that summer is over I remember being a kid this one this one sticks out uh, to me is Staples would run this commercial that would be like it's the most wonderful time of the year and it would be like excuse me and it would be the parents running through the aisles getting back to school supplies for their kids and the kids would be miserable in the commercial, but the parents would be so excited because their kids are going back to school. And every time they would start airing that commercial towards the end of the summer, I would start to get that anxiety that you were talking mm-hmm. about. And once that commercial hit, I was like, oh my God, it's it's over. It's Can I just to an say, end. I have never, well, not anymore, but in my younger years, I never went back to school shopping with my parents where it did not end in an explosive fight in the car. Because <laughs> you didn't get the trapper keeper that you I wanted? Did not get, I did not get to pick out the things that I wanted. And for some reason, back to school shopping also probably why I have anxiety throughout my body 25 years later. My parents were just absolute monsters in the aisles of Target and Walmart picking out the binder. Like it would literally say you needed a three inch binder. My mom would be like, one inch is fine. I'm like, mom, no, it says I need three. The class requirement is three. I'm not paying for that, okay? It's $7, I'm not paying for that. Well, the bigger the binder, the more expensive they get, to be honest. I know. The little binders are cheap, but then once you get into the seven inches or more, like that's starting to get crazy. My mom would absolutely lose her mind and she'd be like, I'm gonna call your teacher. This is absolutely ridiculous that we have to pay for all this. And I'm like, please don't. Just buy the binder, please. 207-807-1. 104. What is your cue that summer is over? Caitlin from Sanford, what's your cue for summer being over? Uh, pumpkin spice everything. Yes! Although, <laughs> frighteningly... I'm an apple cider fan myself. I don't care for the pumpkin, but... I feel like they're rolling these things out a little bit uh, sooner and sooner each year. Yeah, and I'm not happy about it. Like, let me have summer and then we can go into all of that fall stuff and Christmas and Halloween. And So miss you with the pumpkin spice, but you're on board for the apple spice. Yeah, but still, it needs to be at appropriate time. Like, mid-October is like yeah, the we need to, I like. We need to enjoy it with some foliage, not with like an 80-degree day. Yeah. I'm not ready for it yet, but I do enjoy a nice flight of hard cider at the orchard. Yes, except for you get the weird ones like horseradish. Yeah, why Why not? It's only like a couple sips. I might as well go crazy if I'm going to do that. It sounds like it would be miserable. And I always go, oh, this is disgusting. But then you get it again the next yeah, year. Yeah, for and the sure. Next year and the next year. I really want to try the new, well, it's not new. It came out last year, but I never had it because I was like on an anti-dairy kick. But now I'm just living my life and I really want to try the Starbucks 
pumpkin cold foam cold brew wow. because the cold foam on top has pumpkin whipped into it. They're all out of those ingredients. <laughs> you imagine? Probably. Mercedes from SoPo. What is your cue for summer being over? We had somebody say pumpkin spice. So tell us the other one you texted in. Going school shopping and my boyfriend endlessly talking about how deer hunting season is so close. Deer hunting season. That happens in the fall, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about that. Are you going back to school shopping for yourself or are there little kiddos involved? No, my nine-year-old son. I feel like that would be so much fun to pick out all their outfits and stuff. The school supplies and eh, but the outfits that sounds fun yeah and finally going back to school full-time that is fun too i'm definitely not a teacher <laughs> yeah i bet where, get him out of here where's the hot spots for back to school shopping what do you got on your list where are you hidden well he's easy i well i took him to the mall but he like spends so much money there so we're gonna go to target and walmart for the rest of it yes mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that makes sense we'll get a few goodies at the mall and then hit up target and, and walmart for the essentials Exactly. Amanda from Biddeford, what's your cue for summer being over? Football. 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 Are you ready yes. for some football? Yes. Bring it on. <laughs> Who's your team? Oh, of course, New England, man. All right. All the way. We can be friends. If you said the Cowboys, I I would have to oh. hang up the phone on you no immediately. Way. Never. I uh, know. Never. <laughs> uh, Patriots fan. Love it. Do you play fantasy football? I did. I don't. I played once and it just wasn't for me. I did not do well. Because you lost. <laughs> I kept forgetting to put my uh, players that were on the bench back in so then they'd go and have a huge game and I'd get no points. Oh, uh, you're the best. You're the uh, you're the person we love to play like you don't exactly. have the ro- you don't have the roster set. It's an automatic win for the other player. <laughs> Tia down there in Rochester. All right, what is your cue that summer is over? When I have to start wearing sweatshirts every day. I, I'm doing that and right now. I've been doing that all summer. <laughs> but I actually don't really mind. <laughs> I don't mind the sweatshirts. I just mind summer being over and no beats. Hoodie season is probably like my favorite. Exactly. Winter coat probably season, like not so much, but hoodie season is my favorite. Yep, exactly. You know what uh, hoodie season's perfect for? What? A Wu-Tang concert. Like you got to wear your best exactly. hoodie to the Wu-Tang concert. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, Are you trying to go see them when they're in town? Yes. Imagine if she was like, no. Let's make this happen. (laughs) We're going to hook you up. Yes. Hey, you're going. Congratulations. It is all made hot in Maine by the DQ in Sanford, the Sanford Dairy Queen. The blizzard of the month is Reese's Extreme. Walk up, drive through, or use DoorDash for some of the DQ Sanford magic delivered right to you. Now you have a very important choice. You can either go see them at Wally's on Hampton Beach or at Aura in Portland. What are you choosing? I'm going to choose Wally's. You're going to choose Wally's? I figured you're down there in Rochester, so it makes sense. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right, we're hooking you up. Uh, you're going to Wally's. That's November 27th. You're in there. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. What's your cue for summer officially being over? We got a lot of Facebook comments on uh, this one. And something that I didn't see on the text or hear from people calling in was fair season. The Acton Fair, the Freiburg Fair, the Windsor Fair. Those are a bunch that are coming in on the comments. This person said, my burning bush turning red. And I thought that was something dirty. What is that? And then I had to Google it and it's not dirty. What the heck? It's literally. My burning bush. A plant thing. So. Um, Fun fact, I've never been to the Freiburg fair in my entire life. I've lived in Maine since I was uh, five years old, so I will be going to that this October. Are you going to go? I was going to mm-hmm. say you should go. You got to cross my it off bucket your, list. your main bucket list. If the world doesn't shut down again, I will be going. You know what I crossed off my main bucket list this weekend? What? Uh, take a bike ride on the Eastern Trail. Love. And I'm like, wow, I'm such a Mainer right here. I'm doing it. This is off the main bucket list. I'll probably go back because I had a, a blast. Except
except when I go back, I am going to make sure I put on bug spray mm-hmm. because I got attacked out there. Uh, but it was a good time uh, and the scenery was great. So I'll be back for that. I've done the Freiburg Fair. Also on my main bucket list is probably, uh, what is it, the Saka River that people float down? Oh yeah, they, they tube down it. Number one that I haven't been is Acadia. Okay, well I have done that. I need to go there. You are like shocked that I haven't done I that I have yet. not done the floating down the river thing because I have a fear. You know how I could do a regular float, but if it's one of those tubes with the hole where your butt goes through the hole, I have a fear of like something biting my butt or like a fish biting my butt or an eel or something. I don't like my butt in the water. I don't so like that. So we can't do the regular like donut tube. I'd have to have uh, like a lounge. You need like an actual boat or a big yes, float. Yes, I need to be safe because I can't see the bottom of the water. It freaks me out. You know what I have uh, and I use it at the at the, at the the lake is I got a little uh, pink flamingo and it's a... It's Are you a drink? It's a drink holder. Yeah, yes. it blows up and it... Don't let it float away. No, I tie a rope to it and then I tie the rope to my float and so then Smart. I, I can pull it in whenever I want to sit. Did you know they actually sell floats that come with cup holders in them <laughs> if you want to splurge? Whoa. <laughs> then you don't have to have, yeah, but, don't, you don't have to tie a rope to your pink flamingo. Yeah, but it's funnier. <laughs> it is funnier. It's funnier to be like in your float and then the pink flamingo like way <laughs> off in the distance and then you got to reel the pink flamingo in to get a sip and then Yeah, you, you really got to work for it I guess. Teach their own, sure. I have a humongous, um, this is not a joke i have a humongous peacock float and it has a cup holder already in it and the uh round part of it the tube the middle is actually full the donut is full so my butt never touches water and i have a cup holder so if you ever want to borrow it it's in my trunk you know what i like to do i like to go to uh home goods and marshall's and buy all the floats and then i resell them on amazon for a higher price no you don't Am I the only can one? I have can, one? <laughs> do I get those in my timeline on uh, TikTok on how to make money? It's like, look at this float. It's fifteen dollars at Home Goods, and then I sold it back for fifty dollars on what? Amazon. Okay, I need to do that. I literally have like seven floats. I got weird money making schemes that pop up <laughs> in my algorithm on on uh, IG and TikTok. Hot radio man. Oh lord. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the thirty. Where is Donda? Donda Asta. After spending the last few weeks working on Donda at Atlanta's Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Kanye West is apparently relocating. He's not going home. Ye is allegedly heading to a new stadium. Oh. A rapper named Casey out of the Kanye camp who's been working with him on the album tweeted, then deleted, we're moving to another stadium. They're Why? Like, Take that down. Get a hotel, please. Stadium status. He's making stadium music. As of now, it's speculated that Donda will officially be released on August 15th. That's according to the pre-order link. We shall see if we get Donda this weekend. I'm not holding my breath. Me neither. Katie Thurston has found her man. Congratulations, Katie. She found love. Yay. In a hopeless place. I don't know Reality why. I TV. just had a really hard time with this decision. You didn't even watch last night because you were so upset that Greg didn't get it. I know. And everyone's anti-Greg. And that's my biggest problem is every single year I always root for the bad guy. She chose Blake. Yeah. And Blake's all right. He's a stand-up guy. I just didn't expect it to be him. Katie and Blake, they went on one last one-on-one date. Uh, the pair had fun throwing paint-filled balloons at each other. Sounds like a blast. <laughs> Not to me. <laughs> and they had a little hot tub time. That sounds fun. Uh, Blake questioned Katie's feelings for him after she admitted to wanting to leave after Greg exited the show. Yeah, because she literally told Greg he was the one at the end of this. And then he was like, okay, then tell me you love me. And she said, now. So he went home and she's like, okay, Blake, I guess I'm going to get engaged. So, what? So things took a turn during the nighttime portion of their date. They got it on in the fantasy suite, apparently. Oh. 
they spent the night together in the fantasy suite. I guess that implies that something happened there. Well, they're both like the horniest people the franchise has ever seen. Katie knew Blake was the only person she wanted after that night in the fantasy suite. When Blake arrived for the proposal, Katie declared her feelings for him, said, I always thought uh, you showed up late, but if there's anything I've learned during our journey together, it's that love shows up when it wants, regardless of time, tradition, and expectations. And that's why we're standing right here in this very moment. She gushed. You showed up exactly when you were meant to show up. I'll forever be thankful that you fought to be here. This is why people who watch this show have like unrealistic uh, goals for relationships in real life. You think? Because I watch the show and I go, what the hell is wrong with these producers? They're like, yes, love does show up when it wants. Katie then gave Blake her final rose and they rode together on horses. Away. Well, he's like an animal um, wildlife advocate guy. He works for like endangered species and really gives back to wildlife. So I think he that is very romantic that they rode off in horses. Do you think those horses want to be on reality TV? (laughs) Do you think they're getting paid? Some activist he is. That's true. Did they ask the That's, horse if they wanted to be part of no, Bachelorette I, Nation? I bet they did not. So you are exactly right. Cancel. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Moving on. Artists will have the power to make their concerts a vaccinated only event. Live Nation is going to allow performers to have this final say about who they allow in their shows. Live Nation CEO Michael Rapino said in the memo, we believe this is a great model and we have already implemented this successfully at many major shows, including Lollapalooza. We know people are eager to return to live events and we hope these measures encourage even more people to get vaccinated. That is the number one thing anyone can do to take care of those around them. And we're encouraging as many shows as possible to adopt this model. We're not making it mandatory for Live Nation shows, but we are saying the artists do have the option to make it. They're like, take it out on the artists, not us, please. We're strongly encouraging (laughs) it, but it's up to the artists. We've seen, though, the events that are not, there's a few festivals that turned into super spreader events. The Mm -hmm. festivals were not uh, vaccination required. And then uh, some other events, everything seemed pretty mellow and chill, despite how many people were packed into one place, but it was because of the vaccination uh, requirements. Friday, we're going to have some new music from Lizzo. It's a song called Rumors. On Monday, we found out that Cardi B is going to be featured on the track. Lizzo announced the news by calling Cardi on FaceTime and posting the conversation on IG. Rumors. You said that the vision, uh, the video is going to feature all the rumors about uh, Lizzo and she's going to literally dive off of the stage and kill somebody. Yeah, that's like the most messed up. It's funny, but it's like not funny at the same time. That rumor that she literally stage dived at a concert and killed a fan. Like who made that up? She says she normally she normally doesn't address the rumors <laughs> but she actually went on and had to address that she one had to, she was like i am not a murderer thank you she's like i would never stage dive that did not happen um shout out to little dirk he gave it his all he gave it his best sunday night he threw out the first pitch at the cubs white Sox game <clears throat> it just it didn't go so well for him bouncing the ball to the other side of home plate not the best look fans on social media let him have it he's a chicago native he's out there his hometown white Sox, cubs Battle for Chicago. Give him a break. Tough break, though. Uh, one person tweeted, it blows my mind how many people can't throw a ball. WTF did y'all do as oh my God. kids? I hate, okay. <laughs> I hate the way this generation acts on social media and they literally will rip you apart for anything. I want that tweeter to be put in a stadium with a full house and feet. throw the first pitch and yep. see what happens. And then maybe they'll prove me wrong. Maybe they're amazing at throwing. It's a lot but tougher I than it looks. bet you they're not. I threw out 
a pitch at Sanford. Oh. I did a, I did the Sea Dogs too. What? And Who are you? Sea Dogs game, and I did one at the Sea uh, Dogs. I think I threw a strike. Sanford high and outside. That's okay. Sanford Mainers, right? Yeah. Sanford Mainers high and outside. That wasn't great. I will say that I think it was better than Mijos. Really? Well, did either of you ever play baseball? You're a basketball guy. I played uh, baseball in high school. Yeah. Okay, then you were prepared. Was yeah. he? Um, he was he was fine too. But like the throw a strike, like even professional people don't throw strikes every single True. pitch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, that's your dirty on thirties made how to mean by Nails Motors. Don't let your auto mechanic do you dirty. Nails Motors is fast and trustworthy. They're the only Sandal Napa Gold Shop in the state. Nails Motors Route One Eleven in Biddeford. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time. Hot man. mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. Maine Medical Center reported a COVID-19 outbreak to the Maine CDC last Thursday. The outbreak consisted of nine employees in its emergency department, including staff who were actually fully vaccinated. They have uh, contacted all patients exposed to the outbreak, and so far, none of them have tested positive. Yesterday, we talked about Maine Med limiting the number of visitors in one per day per patient mm-hmm. at this point. The U.S. CDC says that 80.2% of those 18 and older in Maine have gotten at least one COVID-19 vaccine shot. That's pretty good. That's pretty solid considering Maine is one of six states to reach that threshold. Pat ourselves on the back. 64% of all Maine residents including children 12 and under who are too young to get the vaccine are fully vaccinated. Bangor High School Principal Paul Butler was charged Saturday night with drunken driving and leaving the scene of an accident. Oh honey. When you're a kid and you get in trouble you go to the principal's office when you're a principal and you get in trouble. Butler is accused of driving his truck into a concrete barrier at Bass Park, causing his driver's side airbag to deploy and then driving down Main Street before being stopped by police a couple of blocks away. He was placed on leave while the school and the police investigate. Okay, he can never go back. High school is one of the meanest places you can ever go. The kids will never let him live it down. Guarantee you they would yell things at him in the hallway or never take him seriously as a principal ever again. And And not to mention that it's a terrible example to set that was gonna be my first yeah. thing. That yeah, I don't know. Like imagine him. Should be the principal. Imagine of him trying to get the attention of the students at like an assembly. I feel like everyone would be like boo and so rude. There was always the teachers <laughs> in class where you were like, I think he's drunk, but I can't what? prove it. Not in my school. I think he's a little tipsy. Oh my god. I definitely knew the teachers that were hungover uh, because they would be like, movie day today. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Watch this movie, and they would wheel in. Maybe it was just my generation, but they would wheel in the. A TV tray where the TV was strapped down to the tray. I experienced that in my younger days, and but get it from the closet in the hall. As I got older, all the rooms had projectors, so. Got it. Wow, fancy. Yeah, it was a little fancy. Well, too many teachers are hung over today. There's not enough TVs to go into all the classrooms. <laughs> That's a problem. Uh, Maine's adult-use cannabis retailer sold over $9 million worth of marijuana products in July, topping the previous Uh-oh. month's record by 45%. It's a whole lot of money. Uh, 44 licensed adult-use retailers reported 124,004 sales transactions, totaling over $9.4 million in July, and the state earned roughly 940 $43,500 in tax revenue. Yelp has added a new feature that lets businesses share the details of their COVID-19 vaccine requirements. Business owners can now let customers know if proof of vaccination is required and if their entire staff is vaccinated. Yelp is also going to protect businesses from receiving any backlash over vaccination requirements, monitoring for any negative reviews based on COVID-19 policies. That seems um, kind of un-American. I feel like they should be able to uh, review based 
on it. I like the idea of uh, displaying the businesses and the restaurants policies, but if you disagree with the policy, you should be able to write about it in the review. Also, it's like, personally speaking, I feel like it's common sense. If I'm looking at a restaurant and they have a bunch of bad reviews, I'm obviously going to weed through and read them. And if it were based off of COVID-19, that's not really going to sway my opinion on how good the food is and if I'm going to go there or not. You know, I'm not going to see, oh, they have three stars. I'm not going there. I'm actually going to read them. Depending on the requirements, if they're like, hey, we're in the middle of a pandemic and everyone's coughing and there's no masks. No, and I meant, there's no I mandates. meant what they were, what Yelp is talking about. Like if Yelp was saying they're going to protect any backlash against it, like, oh, they made their workers be well, vaccinated i'm not going there they're they're doing it based on covid19 policy so it could be one so way anything covid one way, one way or the other oh it doesn't matter they're just taking that out of the equation that's in the reviews. weird yeah um that is five things you need to know hot mornings with brian Lawn and tara fox Last Tuesday, I went to Grass Monkey and I got my med card. Oh, congratulations. It was super easy. I was kind of having like anxiety over the whole process, which is part of the reason why I need a med card is the anxiety. <laughs> um, but I went in there and it was super easy. I knocked it out and it took like less than three minutes, like what? literally less than three minutes to get the card. And when you get your med card, they do it Tuesday afternoons at Grass Monkey. So from noon to four, you can walk in there. And when you get your med card, they give you a 20% discount. Love. Also, uh, if you already have your med card, Tuesday, today, you can buy three edibles and you get one free. They have like daily Ooh. deals over there at Grass Monkey. And it's like super schwanky and like cool inside. I know. It looks gorgeous. Have you been inside? Haley did the live broadcast there and I looked through all the pictures. Oh, yeah, that's right. She did. Um, you can check them out online, grassmonkeycc.com. And if you're interested or you want more information on getting a med card, you can stop in today, noon to four. Super easy process. Check them out in SoPo. They're at 85 Western Ave. It's in that B-dubs plaza.